Well, hello, hello. It is Tuesday, October the 11th of 2016. My name is Nolan Kaler. And I'm Nicolene Klaassen-Wee. And you are listening to Wittenberg Radio, CMU's most subscribed to podcast. As always, you can listen to past episodes at wittenbergradio.com. Subscribe, of course, on iTunes or the podcatcher of your choice. Comes right to that smartphone of yours. Wittenberg Radio is the place to find us on Facebook and at Wittenberg Radio on Twitter. Wittenbergradio at gmail.com is the place to send us your comments, questions, listener concerns, etc. Also, ideas for those columns. Keep on sending those in. Send those. <clears throat> Absolutely. Happy belated Thanksgiving. Yeah. I can't believe we didn't say that last week. I can't believe it either. <clears throat> we just completely missed it. Like, what? What? What did you do over your over your over your weekend? Uh, I had, you know, lots of turkey, um, and some nice nice time at home. How about you? I've also had some nice time at home. I watched a lot of football, and <laughs> I watched a lot of baseball. It's uh, the Major League Baseball playoffs are now oh. on, so this is like it's kind of like Christmas for me <laughs> right now. So you know, it's it's a fun time. It's fun, yeah. Uh, so yeah. That's that's my Thanksgiving weekend. We hope you enjoyed your Thanksgiving as well. And on the way today, we'll be chatting with Rebecca Harris. Now, you might know her as the fifth-year math and history major, but, of course, she has another big part of her life. We'll talk to her a little bit more about that later on in the show. But first, we've got some music to play, don't we? Mm-hmm. Yes, we do. Mm-hmm. And, and you're very excited about this one. I'm excited. Um, today, we're going to play a song by... Fauzia. Fauzia, yeah. Yes, okay. Um, and the song is called Knock on My Door. She is, I believe, like 16, 16 years, old. years old, and she's from Carmen. And you're here wasting your life on a PAX degree. <laughs> I'm not on a PAX Oh, I was like, what? PAX degrees are also great. They're, it's all great, <laughs> but you're not a 16-year-old pop star. Um, yes, every time I listen to people like this, I get a little bit sad because she's <laughs> very amazing. She's very amazing and very, yeah, and 16 years old. Yeah. And from Carmen, Manitoba, of all places. Incredible. I believe she played a little bit at Folk Fest this summer. I didn't see it, but Yes, I and heard. she's played, yeah, she's done a ton of stuff. So let's play that song right now. Here is Fauzia, Knock on My Door. This is Wittenberg Radio. Congratulations, you played me, made me your perfect fool. I thought that you would be a lot more mature, it's not true. Oh, this is funny for you right now, but just wait a bit. One day I promise you'll see it won't be me suffering. You let me burn, you let me bleed, you let me hurt to death. You wouldn't care if in front of you I took my last breath. One day your heart and your soul will be boiling with regret from your manipulative ways and your infantile Come 
treated me like you promised you always would made up excuses that no human never really should one day or heart and your soul will be boiling with defeat cause i'll be ruling up on top Have it. Knock on my door by Fauzia. Fauzia. A great tune. 16 years old, people. 16 years old from Carmen Manitoba writing that song. It's incredible. It got me dancing. Did yeah. it? Yeah. You were you were grooving pretty. <laughs> hard. All right, I'll, I'll grant you, you were grooving pretty hard. Yeah. Awesome song here at Whitberg Radio. If you ever have like song suggestions you want to send us, please tweet them at us. Yes. Also tweet what you did for your Thanksgiving. Yes. Tell us what you did. Just talk to us. We miss you. <laughs> We can't see your faces, so like you know, we'd love to. We'd love to get in touch. Yeah. All right. So, the words Mennonites and military are like oil and water around these parts. I'd be, I'd be hard pressed to think of someone who has bridged the gap between the two. And yet, uh, the conversation between the two grows steadily louder. I remember um, at one point in my CMU career having a conversation with a uh, MBBC graduate uh, who who was at that moment stationed in Kandahar, Afghanistan, talking about uh, the role of of pacifism and how it's very easy for us to be, you know, pacifists when we're not, you know, when we're not the ones getting our hands dirty and we can be idealistic all we want, but it's because someone is out there fighting for our freedom. So interesting perspectives that we got to to talk, to talk to this uh, this gentleman about, I believe he was a corporal in the in the Canadian forces. Anyway, doesn't matter. Now we have another person to enter that conversation live in person today. Rebecca Harris is a fifth year yeah. math and history major. I love it when I get these like nods of affirmation that I'm actually like, getting their information right. Like last, <laughs> like last, like last week on the call on the show, Isla Manning was just like, I'm a calm major. <laughs> And I'm in my fourth year. Just so feeding just, it right to It you. was very helpful. <laughs> Rebecca Harris, fifth year math and history major. She serves as the VP Act. 
festivities <laughs> on the CMU Student Council. And as of this summer, yes, yep. is a member of the Canadian Forces. Ish. Ish. She'll, uh, she'll, she'll describe her. Hello. Hi. How's it going? Thank you, God. <laughs> good, good, good. Okay, so describe for us, if you will, what is your actual role with the, with the Canadian Forces? Well, right now, my whole application process, security screening, is still going through all the medical and everything. But once that's done, I will be enrolled as a CIC officer, which means uh, cadet instructor, uh, which is for air cadets. Uh, we also have Army and Sea Cadets in Canada. And we help to train them to help make them, you know, better citizens. Uh, yeah, make them better people. <laughs> what does that all involve? Like, how do you train? Like, what goes into this training, like, on a daily basis? Well, every week uh, we meet with the kids for about three or four hours on a Tuesday night. And we do different activities. Some of them are sports nights, so we try and get them physically fit. We have them do the dreaded beep test. Um, trying to, uh, we teach them about Canadian history, about aviation. Um, some of the kids, actually, once they get to a certain age, can go and get their pilot's license. Hmm. Um, we do different citizenship stuff, a lot of community service that we do, a lot of volunteer opportunities, and we do teach them drill, marching, um, marksmanship, so we teach them how to use an airsoft rifle. Um, yeah, and a lot of, we have band programs, so they can join our marching band. Uh, we do biathlon, and we actually take some of the kids, make it to the provincial and national championships for it. And yeah, fascinating, <laughs> fascinating. So, so, what prompted you joining? Uh, like, what prompted the listing to become a CIC? Um, I've always wanted to join the military in some aspect, um, and this fit perfectly while I was still in school. Um, I'm using it towards my practicum actually, because while CMU requires a student practicum for you to do something um this worked perfectly um it's also a nice little income that i can add a little bit of pocket money and it's just a great chance to do stuff for kids because nowadays you have i always wanted to be a teacher but you can't really discipline kids as much as you could and here that's exactly what they want is a lot of parents send their kids to learn the discipline and there's so many opportunities Interesting. Okay, so let's let's unpack that a little bit. Uh, starting from like when, like, do you have a memory of when you were first inspired to join the military? Um, <laughs> starting at CMU was I've always been really I love remembrance. I've always been one of the most patriotic people. I think people say that they know is usually me. I come to mind. Um, and then. I had learned about all the opportunities that the reserves offer. So you can stay at home. You don't have to be deployed unless you volunteer. All the humanitarian aid that the forces can do. And so I thought that would be an amazing opportunity to do one day. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, the, no, the amazing works that the, the forces do in humanitarian relief is, is you, you think of uh, like the peacekeeping missions that I, I know that the forces have been a part of, like especially I'm thinking back to the 90s in Serbia and Yugoslavia and places like that where they made a huge where they made a huge difference. Um, what was my next? I had another interesting question, but oh, I'll get to that later. Um, were were you nervous? Okay, can you t remember the first conversation you had with someone when you at CMU when you brought up you joining the forces? Do you remember that conversation at all? I do. It was actually with Charlie Pronto, the residence director, and he was so supportive. This was when I had to go and I had to get references because mm. I kind of, I told a couple friends, but I hadn't really told anyone 
who I knew was majorly involved in the Mennonite faith or just with, you know, faith in general because I didn't know what kind of backlash there would be. Uh, so I talked to a couple professors and staff about getting references and they were really supportive. They were supportive. They were. Do you remember, do you remember exactly what, what, what Charlie was saying? Like... I'd be very interested to hear. Yeah, I don't remember. Without, without, without getting too personal, obviously. But like, yeah, yeah, his exact words. But I think, you know, I think he was one of those people that just realized, you know what, like, if you want to do that, like, well, I, I don't think he personally would. And this is the conversation I've had with a lot of people is, I personally wouldn't do it. I'm a pacifist. But if you want to do it and you want to go, then go for it type of a thing. Fascinating. Um. Were you nervous at all bringing, like, telling anybody here at CMU about about being in the forces, or were you like, were you were you just coming in here? Like, yep, yep, this is what it is, and I'm gonna I'm gonna be proud of this. I think it always runs through your mind that you know there could be issues. I've definitely since those conversations had some faculty staff who, as soon as I mention it, it's changed the subject. They don't want to talk about it. Um, you know that they are completely against it. Um, so I think, but as long as you're proud of it yourself and I'm like, you know what, this sounds really bad, but I don't care what you think. Like this is, you know, and I don't agree with everything you agree with, you know, uh, all your beliefs. And so, you know, I'm not going to try, as long as you're not trying to change me or persuade me otherwise, I really don't care. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, something that came to my mind when I was, when I was preparing for this interview is that the general population of Mennonites now at CMU is under... 50% 50% so like people coming in that are holding an Anabaptist faith con- like a faith background um, with pacifist values is now it's it, it gets seems to get lower every single year now with that being the case like have you seen um, since you started here five long years ago yeah. I know this is I know it's crazy for me to think about too um, like, have you seen the conversation shift in the way that we as uh, maybe an institution or maybe the Anabaptist that you come in contact with um have you seen a shift in the conversation the way that we view the military in the in your time here well i haven't really had a huge conversation about that when i first started um it was still something very fresh in my mind i wasn't sure that it was going to happen so i really didn't say anything at all um i did actually take a war and peace in christian history class and so that was very much taught by a pacifist and with a group full of pacifists because I remember every conversation we'd have everything we'd read the prof would say Rebecca you're if you're not a pacifist what do you think about this article mm. so you, I very much you're the token non-pacifist <laughs> exactly so at least at that point in my time here I was very much the minority fascinating <laughs> stuff what um I'd be interesting to know what about that class did that inform uh, maybe the decision making you've done in joining the military at all um, like is there anything you've learned here at CMU that you've been taking into maybe like the application or the cadets program um, I definitely since being here have grown in my determination to join it and I think it's very interesting because I see all of these pacifists and I'm like you know what I really admire the freedom that they have to decide that they want to be a pacifist and seeing the freedom that we have as a religious somewhat private university to teach all the theology we're teaching to hold those views I'm like I think that really deserves to be protected and that's what above anything is 
my main reason for wanting to join. So let me get this straight. A school with Anabaptist values has further galvanized your decision to join the military. Very much so. (laughs) (laughs) That is such a fascinating (laughs) dichotomy. Like that is, that is absolutely incredible to hear. Um, what would, okay. So what would you say to those who hold an Anabaptist belief in nonviolence that might say that your military service is wrong? Has like, I can't imagine that that's been a conversation you've had around here. I've had a couple people who have tried to say, you're sure we haven't changed your mind yet? In like, in like kind of like a digging the up, huh, you sure? Huh, you sure you haven't changed? Kind of in that kind of tone? Yeah, or? I don't know how serious, you know, they might've been kind of serious, but I sure. mean, you know. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> well, what, 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 what has your response been to questions like that? You know, I admire that everyone has their own opinion. I mean, you know, if I was pacifist, it would make, you know, my life a lot safer um, because there's less of a chance of me going out and getting myself killed. But I think that, you know what, if you want to believe that, then I am fully supportive of you. Um, And you know what, enjoy this freedom because I admit that there are people who went out there who have died for the cause and so as long as you can remember that and acknowledge that you don't have to believe it's right but I think you should remember that it happened absolutely yes a very profound point especially as we're coming up on Reverend Day in just yeah, a, in just a few weeks here um, yeah another question I would go you went back before you were talking about uh, the 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 teacher element of being a CIC uh, talking about the the discipline yeah. element of of being a uh, of being a CIC instructor as opposed to being a teacher where maybe you wouldn't be able to employ as much discipline I what has been the relationship between like the educational style that you've gotten that has like you've been a part of here as opposed to that sort of more disciplinarian style of teaching that maybe the cadets have has there been like a has there been any uh, cross connection between the two? Um, that I've gotten here at CMU. Yeah, or yeah, or even in um, yeah, or even in, in like the past. Well, I know, in- like in grade school, it was very much. I think even nowadays, they don't actually say classroom rules anymore. It's guidelines for a peaceful classroom or a peaceful environment. So they're trying to get away from telling kids let's say what to do more so Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I think it's just really hard nowadays they don't want you to say no to your kids and you know um so I think that these kids are still learning just as much um but I think that the respect aspect and just how what they're taking away from the class that's a really tough question I haven't really thought about that that's well (laughs) that's what we're here for asking the tough questions you're answering it very adequately (laughs) I yeah very much appreciate that Uh, and we really appreciate you coming in and talking about this I can't imagine that this is like you know it's not the it's while we try and be like laughing it off like it is like it's a it's a it's a tension-filled issue right oh it is definitely that's that's why and I really appreciate you coming in to talk about this with us um a couple of final questions from from me um what are the what are the next steps after you graduate in April 2017? What happens after that? Um, I am right now applying to graduate schools. Okay, uh, you're applying to like actually going to grad school and not like to flight school or for like. No, I'm actually applying to graduate school. Um, the Royal Military College in Kingston has an amazing program for a master's in war studies. 
Um, but I would also be willing to stay around Winnipeg, do U of M has a history master's program. Um, I'm still kind of debating where I want to go with that. Um, uh, my end goal is to get my PhD and teach history at a university level. Hmm. But the nice thing about the forces is their reserves. You can do as little as one evening a week and one weekend a month. So it's very much um, works around a full-time civilian career. Okay. Interesting. That That's a part I did not know about, about military service. Maybe I, maybe I had a, an inaccurate picture of what, like, actually serving as an officer would would entail well it depends on if you're in the regular forces that's when you are automatically you get deployed and they tell you where to move and you're moving you know wherever they need you with the reserves you pick one place one regiment to serve with and you stay there um, until you volunteer to move Um, you get deployed only if you volunteer so I would volunteer for something like when they had Haiti and they had the earthquake and they went down to do help there or forest fires or floods. That's what I'm more interested in. There you go. Fascinating stuff. Thank you so much for uh, joining us here and talking about this. And we wish you the best of luck. Well, thank you. <laughs> Rebecca Harris is a fifth year math and history student at CMU. She serves on the CMU Student Council as VP Activities and Duke uh Check out Tuition Freedom Day. Yes, yes. Coming up in just Big a party. Little. There you go. Big party. She's also beginning a career in service with the Canadian Forces. That was such an interesting sort of conversation. And like we were saying, the tension that was, that kind of exists between like something that is inherently pacifist and someone saying, no, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to, I'm going to fight this thing. Yeah. Like that's really interesting. That was really really interesting to try and to try and negotiate that but that was that was a lot of fun and again we really appreciate uh rebecca coming in to talk with us today yeah it's really great to hear a different perspective like i don't think i have like very very few peers that are involved in in canadian forces it's, so it's really cool to hear a different perspective mm-hmm. i agree mm-hmm. yeah so let's transition into our into our local song shall we yeah what you got uh this week um We've got another clip from our the coffee house, and way we, back in September. Way ba- so long ago. I know. I feel more old. Um, I wonder if the next one's coming up soon. Maybe. Um, take a look. Arts and ends. Arts and ends. Yeah. Keep an eye out. Keep a weathered eye on the horizon. Uh, well, we've got a coffee house regular this week. We've got Katie Newman. Oh, uh, great. A good yeah. Yes. Good good uh, guitar and singing. And she, uh, this week, we have her singing Fix You by Coldplay. <laughs> Here it is. Bring it on. Someone but it goes to waste. But 
There you are, Katie Newman and Fix You, originally by Chris Martin and Co. Coldplay. That, co- that Coldplay. That Coldplay, though. <laughs> All right, we got a couple. We got to wrap this show up, Nickley. And here we go. Here's a couple of announcements for this week. The soccer teams are in action. October the fifteenth, the Winnipeg Soccer Complex taking on the Assiniboine College Cougars. Go out and support. Get out there. I don't care how cold it is. Get out there and support those Blazers. They'll warm you right up with their amazing soccer skills <laughs> basketball and volleyball teams well i mean the the um the volleyball teams are on the road this coming weekend they're heading off to markham ontario to play in their in the volleyball tournaments there oh, yeah. however the home action for both the boy uh, for boys and girls basketball and volleyball is taking place the week after mm. so i think on the 21st and 22nd so stay tuned for that of course check out your cmu daily email Mm-hmm. For all things related to, you know, sports schedules and results and stuff, go cheer on the Blazers and love the Dove. Or as uh, the there's there used to be this um, uh, com class where they did like a uh, called it Blazers Talk Radio. Oh. Um, and they did all like it was a sports talk show, and it was. <laughs> 
and they they did everything they voiced like ads for it and nice. it, it was the it was probably one of the funniest things I've heard in my time here at CMU. Um, they so they'd interview athletes after the games and stuff like that, and they'd have all these guys working on different elements of the show. Mm-hmm. And so they had this. What was it? <laughs> I can't even. I can't even do it without, without bursting out into <laughs> laughter. Like it's. It was just like, just like stupid little catchphrases. Like, do you love the dove? All the time. <laughs> do you ever flip someone the bird? Of course not. Go out and support your Blazers and love the Dove. Any alumni who are listening can definitely go out and correct me, including uh, Daniel Friesen, if you are tuning in, former producer. He was a, a member of that broadcast team. So, That's awesome. Please, please correct us in our young, youthful ignorance. <laughs> what else is happening this, uh, this coming week? We've got... Um, Oh, to, on Wednesday the 12th, the Department of English invites everyone to a poetry reading by Gary Thompson Morse, Thomas Morse. Sorry. Oh, very uh, cool. That's happening at, in the conference room on South Campus. Thanks to the Canada Council for the Arts. I think we have to voice that. Uh, yeah, Sue Sorensen and the English Department are hosting that, so do go check that out. Dramatic poetry reading. Nice. That's going to be a lot of fun. Um, yeah, what else is going on? Keep, yeah, keep, keep your it, eyes out. Keep it tuned to the CMU Daily. That's going to do it for us here this week on the show as always check out our past and current episodes on wittenbergradio.com wittenbergradio at gmail.com is the place to send us your comments questions listener concerns comment ideas song suggestions what you did on thanksgiving that'd be great fan mail (laughs) (laughs) or you could send it by snail mail send fan mail to nicolene If if you send us fan mail we will we will uh read it on the show we will if it's if it's you know Okay. If, well, it's, if it's good. If it's good. <laughs> uh, if you write Nickelodeon fan mail, we'll read it on the show. <laughs> Everybody write Nickelodeon your fan mail. I don't have a mailbox here anymore, remember? Oh, yeah. Go listen to our past episode to hear Isla's And also check out the Wittenberg Door. Yeah, good, good segue. I know. Go check out the Wittenberg Door for all things controversial. If you have something you want to say, that's the place to do it. Stick and it up love there. To, and we'd love mm. to respond to you if we can. Go read Isla Re- Manning's uh, piece on the mailboxes if you have not already. Also, you can subscribe to us on iTunes or the podcatcher of your choice. Follow us on Twitter. And we're also on Facebook. I think that's everything. I'm Nolan Kaler. I'm Nicolene Clausen Wabe. We'll see you next week. Wittenberg Radio is a production of CMU Student Council. The views and opinions expressed by hosts and guests are not necessarily those of CMU Student Council.